The show where your host, DZ and BK, showcase your local business and real estate pros going gangbusters in leadership, community involvement, and just being cool. Here are your hosts, serial entrepreneurs, mortgage experts at Summit Lending, and partners in crime, Darren Copeland and Bobby Kerr. All right, everybody, it's the Always Be Cool podcast hanging out at Boulevardia 2023 with your hosts, Bobby Kerr, Darren Copeland. What's up, everyone? We've got a really cool guest that uh, personally I'm very excited about. I know DC is too, but we have Miss Rhonda Lynn with the Midwest Music Foundation. Take it away, DC. All right, everyone, here we go. She is the executive director of Midwest Music Foundation. Their goal is to unite and empower the Kansas City music community by providing healthcare assistance, education, and career development. She's been involved since 2008. She's now firmly entrenched in the charity's day-to-day activities. Rhonda, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Great, thanks for having me. Yeah, well, let's just, let's dive right in and, and talk a little bit about what the Midwest Music Foundation is because I think we've probably got a lot of musicians floating around here that might say, oh cool, a music foundation here in Kansas City, but they have no idea what the vision and the mission is of the organization. So let's just talk a little bit from there and and we'll go. Yeah, I think our main thing is just to support our music community. Being a working musician isn't always easy and it doesn't come with those nice benefits that some of the nine to five jobs do. So we have Abby's Fund for Musicians Healthcare. Mm -hmm. Our founder was a musician that had breast cancer. And when she got sick, the music community really rallied to her side. Um, we had so many bands that wanted to play that first benefit. Um, we called mm. it Apocalypse Meow because <laughs> Abby liked cats, and we were kind of Abigail's I army. Love it. That's a great. We name had a very militant. We, you know, we definitely ripped off a certain movie. Um, <laughs> luckily, we <laughs> haven't okay. got any cease and desist yet. But right. um, Marlon Brando's okay with yeah, it. Yeah, I think, I, think right. I think he would agree. But basically, you know, just to have a safety net there. If musicians get sick, they can apply for grants. We've also started partnering with some local health care providers to do preventative care, which a lot of, you know, young musicians, oh, I don't need to go to the doctor until right. it's Absolutely. too late. Mm-hmm. So we do custom earplugs, mammograms, colon cancer screening. Um, we recently put partnered with a dental college here in town, mm. which is great. They provide really affordable dental care. Um, and then, you know, mental health is huge. Yeah, I want you to talk about that because that's that's something that's not quite as advertised when people think yeah, about you know, health support. There's always kind of been a stigma around it, but we feel that mental health is just as important as your physical health. And, you know, so we um, offer grants for counseling because it's so important, especially during COVID. We had, you know, Basically, all the musicians in town were basically unemployed, yep. mm-hmm. told they were non-essential, you know, lo- a loss of identity for a lot of them. They just didn't know what to do. Um, so we also, in addition to the mental health grants, we started offering COVID relief grants. Mm-hmm. And they were just 250 bucks. But, you know, when you're not having any money come in and they could apply up to three times for those, so that really kind of helped them until they could figure out a way to... You know, a lot of them started doing the live streams and, mm-hmm. you know, everybody, I I remember those. everybody, no. you know, we didn't have any events. We kind of, everybody had to learn how to pivot or, you know, figure out a side hustle. So, yeah. right. I almost forgot about that. Bobby did a, a did couple of some them. live stream stuff. Yeah. 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 I, I remember, I remember yeah. I'd have my phone and my two computer. I'd be watching three at a time there for a while. Yeah. Right. Right. It was kind of a neat way too. Cause you could, you know, 
go to shows that you wouldn't be able to, you know, like I'd be watching my friend from New York yeah. perform. Right. Um, so. Well, and one thing I, I wanted to touch base on before we forget, because we want to honor her legacy with Abigail Henderson, right? So would you take a minute or two and just kind of tell the, the backstory, what happened and what led to this organization? Yeah, Abigail was diagnosed with inflammatory breast cancer, which is a really aggressive form of breast cancer in 20, or 2008. And that's what we did the first benefit for her. And she already had wanted to start something like this. She'd been down in New Orleans on tour and had a hernia. And she went to the musician's clinic there and literally just showed him a CD and got health care. Right. Which is cool that there, first of all, that there's a place to do that, especially we're talking 15 years ago. Yeah. So New Orleans and Austin and some of the bigger cities, you know, that really have a music infrastructure. So she wanted to start something like this and had kind of, you know, done some surveys. But then when she got sick, it was just, it hit home that we needed something. And so that night, uh, the benefit, she, you know, swore to give back and we started the foundation from that. And she led it, um, she passed away in 2013 and Sandra Freeman, who's another volunteer over serving beer right now, and I made her a promise to keep it going. So we're proud we've been able to yeah. do that and grow it. And right. I think she'd be proud of us. I think so. so too. Because you actually went, as we were doing some research, so you actually went to the first MMF fundraiser, correct? Uh, yeah, I helped, I was part of Abigail's Army is what we called ourselves. Okay. We had the little military hats with a paw print on them and that's awesome um, so yeah i've been here from the start and her husband chris meck has been one on the board since the start so awesome very cool so can you maybe give us some examples of obviously not mentioning names but can you give us some success stories of musicians in the area that have leaned on the the foundation yeah. and how you've helped them get through a difficult time definitely we've given out almost a half million dollars in grants now, plus a lot of the pro bono healthcare. Um, we have one right now that we're, I, I'm sure the board's gonna approve it. I'm just waiting on the finals. But basically without our help, he would have been homeless and he has been homeless some, but we're trying to get him and I've put him in touch. We've recently hired some community health workers because there's so many resources out there. And when you're sick, like wading through all the paperwork. And so we try to make our processes simple that he's trying to get on disability and it's it's a nightmare it really right. is and i think their thing is just i think everybody gets rejected the first you have to keep applying and a lot of people just don't have that perseverance so i have been working with a community health worker and she's trying to get him she thinks they'll be approved in august wow um, so that's it's huge. not just about the organization giving money or you're you're actually walking people through this journey yeah, yeah. we like, definitely we uh, had several people go through a training course um, through the community health council here in town and they trained them to basically be social yeah. workers community health workers so you know if someone has needs you know our grants aren't huge they're kind of a band-aid and then just try to find them other resources try to get them on medicaid right. which and again it's you know kansas and missouri have not been the most you know missouri did a little better than kansas but they're both you know, they make it hard yeah. and um, it's a little archaic. Yeah, right. It is. It really is. And a lot of people just don't even understand the application process. It's very confusing. Well, and the thing that I like what you said, Rhonda, is it's almost like these people are advocates for these people who are, are sick, right? Yeah. Because the last thing you want to do is when you're not feeling well, the last thing you want to do is go through all this paperwork and get turned down. You're just going to give up, right? Oh, yeah. But by you guys providing that advocate to help walk them through that process, that's amazing. Yeah. A lot of people don't even know you get rejected. You wouldn't even think, oh, I can apply again. And I think that's kind of the point. You yeah, know? for mm -hmm. sure. Okay, I've got a personal. I've got a personal question for you. <laughs> 
on the website. It says Rhonda is a scientist <laughs> by day and an avid supporter of the arts by night. So you're not a scientist at night and you don't support music <laughs> during the day. I clock out at five. <laughs> so tell um, us what that's all about. Well, our organization is almost entirely volunteer ran. Um, and so I do have a day job with the USDA. I work, um, we're the federal grain inspection. Okay. Oh, nice. um, so I kind of, a lot of people don't even know I do that because they know me from the music world. So. Right. so I do that during the day and then, yeah, work on this in the evenings and weekends. Now, I, I did do... Uh, some research and I, I understand that you're a big fan of the band Two Cow Garage. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was that an interview that you were in the pitch? It uh, might have been a while yeah. back ago. Yeah. You did do yeah. yeah. Um Mike and Shane, they've toured here. They actually how I met Abby and a lot of the musicians is when I lived in Manhattan, Kansas, a lot of the bands would stay at my house. Because when you're touring, yeah, right. you can't afford a hotel. So it was kinda called Hotel Ronda. I even had a little guest book and Abigail nice. and the Gaslights would stay at my house. Ah, so, you awesome. know, driving back and we'd have pizzas from Pizza Shuttle and, you know, do the breakfast casserole. So I got to meet a lot of musicians that way and Two Cow actually stayed. And um, actually Micah, Sandra, who I'd referred to, he put our names in a song. How it's Sandra and Rhonda in Kansas City are doing Abby's work. And we didn't know he had done that. Oh, I'd wow. actually commissioned him. He does those, you know, like you pay him so much and he'll write a song and I did one of those for Sandra's birthday but we went to the Rhino once to see him and he started singing this song and we heard our names and we're like, ah, what yeah. is this so they've been really great they played um for years about 10 years we did a showcase down at South by oh, called wow. Midcoast Takeover and during COVID we quitted and we haven't quite I think I've officially as I said the other day I'm getting too old for this because <laughs> it's a lot of work yeah. but um we take a lot of bands down there and showcase them because a wow. lot a lot. That's a, first of all, it's tough as a musician. I remember those days 20 years ago trying to get into South by Southwest. Yeah, and ours and was a, unofficial, and that's why we did it. Got it. You know, maybe one or two bands from Kansas City would get an official right. showcase. Mm. But there's so many good bands down here. So, yeah, yeah. we do a big four-day, two-stage showcase down there. So. so that's how you met Abby? Was her staying with Stay the, at my when house. she was in yeah. the Gaslights band? Wow. Yep. Wow, that's cool. So, and then yeah. this full circle, here we are. Yeah, I moved to Kansas City in 2007, and she got diagnosed in 2008. Wow, cool. And you know what we do? We threw a benefit because yep. everybody just do. rallies. Yeah. And I mean, that happens all the time in Kansas City uh, when a musician one. gets sick or passes away. The whole community mm -hmm. just gathers around to do these benefits. I mean, we've all been part of them, yeah. and it's just really cool to hear and be speaking with someone yeah. that's been so closely involved with helping so many yeah. like it's not one benefit you're like you're helping a lot of people you're touching a lot of people this yeah. is really special we actually speaking of that we just lost um a punk musician Britta dare and her memorials tomorrow at the record mm. bar and mm. they um she received a grant several years ago from the foundation so she's doing kind of a pay or the people that are putting it on are doing a pay what you can sure. to benefit the foundation wow. so that was really neat so i'm gonna try to rally to make it down there tomorrow there but go. that was a she worked at um Josie Records and just was a big advocate for punk rock and it was yeah. just you know probably 20 something passed away wow. recently so what it was really sad loss yeah you guys are doing some really amazing stuff like that's really <laughs> cool and, and that's why we always love to hang out with cool people like you that's that's our motto Rhonda cool peeps hanging out with other cool peeps so where can people like if someone's a musician or knows a musician that might have a need where can they go to go get more information on this website's the best spot and that's midwestmusicfoundation.org 
Awesome. Very and all good. the links, we try, like I said, we try to make it really easy because nobody wants to do 50 pages of paperwork if they're sick. Right. For sure. Even Absolutely. if they're not sick. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Well, besides the website, guys, make sure to find Rhonda and the whole Midwest Music Foundation team. You can find them on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, I follow all those accounts to make sure you guys do the same. Yeah, Rhonda, this is awesome. You guys have any any other events coming up that that you want to tell? Um, our next one we're involved with, our board member, Sonia, puts together Innovation Festival, and it will actually be back down here. A very similar kind of event, just smaller than Boulevardia, and um, they're... They do beats, beer, and biologic. It's basically they have a scientific conference, music, and a beer festival all kind of put into one. That's cool. And so when that, is that? That's August 3rd through 5th, and the music part's on the 5th. And I think they're getting ready to announce the lineup like on Monday. So. Cool. And that's like when you say here, like it's here little, in yeah. Washington Square well, Park area? Crown Center, again. Very so. cool. Very good. All right, guys. We'll make sure to check that out August 3rd through 5th in Kansas City near Crown Center. Rhonda Lynn with the Midwest Music Foundation. Thanks so much, Rhonda. This awesome has been job. Awesome, awesome Thank job. You. Thanks for hanging Thanks, out. Thanks, guys. If you are hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, Darren and Bobby thank you from the bottom of their hearts. They hope you enjoyed this new episode. And if you did, please leave them a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you're listening. Please share this episode with others who may be interested in our community. Also, feel free to let DC and BK know which business or community leaders you'd like to see covered in future episodes. Get in touch in the comments or on social media. See you next time for a new episode. And remember, always be cool. This podcast is powered by Summit Lending. NMLS number 185081. Equal housing lender.